The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. This week on your favorite soap opera, it's time to talk about all the daytime drama on Soap Central Live with Dan J. Kroll. Get ready for the latest soap news, scoops, and recaps. Now, here's Dan. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Soap Central Live. I'm your host, Dan Kroll, and welcome to our weekly hour-long chat about anything and everything soaps. Now, as you know, each week I look forward to bringing you some of the biggest names in the world of soaps. And this week, I don't have just one guest for you. I have two. Both are stars of ABC's All My Children, where they play an on-screen husband and wife. But off-screen, there's no acting involved. They truly are good friends. So first up, my first guest made a memorable debut as Amanda Dillon on All My Children in 2005. Last year, I predicted her work would win her a daytime Emmy this year, and she's already on her way there with a pre-nomination under her belt. Her character recently delved into the world of modeling and she's already got a stalker. Please welcome to the show, Chriselle Staus. Hello. I'm so glad to be here. Thank you. I'm so you. glad that we were able to work everything out and get you here. So let's go right into it uh, and talk about this fictional stalker, Amanda Fan. What in the world was Amanda thinking when she sent out an email to someone she didn't know? Well, she thought it was Jake. So I know it seems really silly, but... You know, it seemed like something he would do, try to get her pumped up about, you know, being a model because she was a little nervous about it. So at the time, I think she thought that it was something that, you know, it seemed very innocent. And she thought, oh, you know, she she figured it out. And she thought it was fake for sure when she answered back. (laughs) Oh, goodness. Oh, the Internet. But (laughs) let's go and talk a little bit about you uh, to start off with. Now, I know that you were, I guess, a theater major at Murray State, correct? Yes, I was. So let's talk about it. Did you always want to be an actress, or is that something that came along later on? You know what? I, I feel like I never had a choice. I feel like it picked me. Even as a kid, I was, I was that you know, annoying little kid that was constantly trying to get my little sisters to put on plays for our family. <laughs> and, and they wanted nothing to do with it, but um, my mom liked it because it got us, you know, busy and out of her hair, so... And she, um, they hated it, but she made, you know, she was like, yes, you know, she she kind of gave me power and, and let me, um, you know, try to dress them up. And I was always, anytime there was like a play at church or any kind of theater in high school or anything like that, I was always like the nerdy kid that was like raising her hand, like um, totally <laughs> wanting to volunteer. So, um, I, yeah, even since a kid, I was just always, um, I guess I was just always like that. I wanted to always entertain. <laughs> Now, what about the soaps? Were you, was there a soap connection in your family, or were you a, a complete soap newbie when uh, you found out about the All My Children auditions? Well, the funny thing about it is, is when I, growing up, um, our family watched Young and the Restless kind of religiously, and then I went to college, and my roommate watched Days of Our Lives, 
And uh, my grandma was a hardcore As the World Turns fan. Wow, and, okay. And, yeah, and she even watched some Guiding Light. So I feel like I'd seen almost some of almost all the shows except for all my children. And so it was so funny when I, um, you know, when I got the job. My, my parents had no concept of, you know, the business or anything like that. And, and so I was so excited when I got the job. I couldn't believe this was my first job and it was a contract role. And called my mom and I told her and she was like obviously really excited for me but she was like oh can you be on Young and the Restless too you know I was like oh my god mom <laughs> you're gonna have to switch over I'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> well wow I guess that probably happens more maybe more often than not but something that doesn't happen very often is last month you were named one of the 40 hottest alumni for teams that were playing in the March Madness tournament. You were the Murray State representative. What does that feel like? Well, I mean, it's very flattering. I mean, I don't <laughs> it's, – it's one of those things. I mean, I'm so proud of Murray State. They did so good. I, you know, we barely um, lost the second game that they did, but it was a huge upset for the game. They called it the game of the day. So I'm a, I'm a hardcore Murray State fan, so – I was already, you know, watching and supporting, and so when that came up, it's one of those things. I mean, it's very flattering. I mean, I don't really know who does the voting, but <laughs> I just I just took it as a big compliment. It was very nice. And there's a segue here somewhere. We'll have to find it. But when All My Children fans last saw Amanda, she was eight years old and sort of a little schemer, but she was eight years old. Then when you joined the show in 2005, suddenly Amanda was all grown up, and you had a very memorable uh, debut, shall we say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, yes, um, I do remember. I mean, this was my first job, you know, my first TV job, and, and I remember, you know, going to get my wardrobe, and it was, you know, lingerie. And <laughs> I was, you know, but the, the weird thing is, looking back on it, I, I would have thought I would be really, really nervous. But I can't tell you how excited I was. I mean, just the energy on the set. I didn't know half the terminology they were using. I just, I just went into it with the attitude of, you know, this is amazing. You know, I could get fired at any moment, but I'm going to live it up for every second that I'm here. And I just really was excited. And I know that seems weird, but um, I, I never even felt nervous. I was just, it was more, I definitely had butterflies, but it was more out of excitement. Like, I can't believe I'm here. This is amazing. So it was good. <laughs> Somewhere along the line, Amanda went from, uh, I don't know, we don't want to say a tart, but she didn't have, she sort of bounced around, and then all of a sudden there was some meaningful, really dramatic storyline. Uh, do you remember in your head when there was a transition, at least for you as an actress? Absolutely. Um, you know, Amanda came in, like a lot of characters do, you know, during the st- summer storyline, and, and, um, and, and then it wasn't until, and that's, I think, why I wasn't sure, you know, what they wanted to do exactly with the character, if I was just going to be there for the summer or whatever. Even though you sign a four-year contract, it doesn't mean that you'll be there for four years. And, and um, it wasn't until they brought Kate Collins back, who plays my mother, and they kind of gave her another dimension and another level, and you actually got to see why she was the way that she was. She was feeling it out for herself and, you know, I mean, there weren't many positive ways to describe her at the time. And, and it wasn't until you got to see why she was so messed up and why she was, you know, the way that, the acting the way that she was. And, and I felt like that was really great. And that was the turning point for the character because that gave her the staying power to see, 
you know, everyone need every good soap character needs a redeeming quality. And as soon as they brought Kate Collins back, and we delved into, um, you know, all of, you know, her childhood and 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 how their relationship had been um, lately, that's when I felt like she got that that extra dimension and that level that gave her the arc that you can then later be redeemed. You know. Absolutely. Now, for listeners who may not uh, be familiar with All My Children, Janet, of course, is your character's mother, and Janet killed her husband and your father, Trevor. Right. Now, Janet, uh, she has a history of mental illness, but I'm wondering, is that enough of an explanation for for Amanda to ever forgive Janet for what she's done? Well, that's what I, I, I don't want to get into. I, I don't know how much spoiler you want. Cause we don't want right any, now, we just so we don't ruin the experience for anyone. Just uh, okay, from, okay. from maybe from an actress standpoint. How about that? Okay. Um, well, I will say this. I mean, Amanda has, you know, dealt with the guilt of, you know, I know she's crazy, and but yet she's her mom, and she wants to love her, and she's always... I guess try to, you know, try and find that balance of it's really not her fault. She's sick, you know, and, and yet when her, when she killed her father, that, that did something else to her. I mean, it's, it's really, really hard to forgive somebody that you want to love. You know, they're sick, but yet they took away one of the most important people in her life, you know, and, and so I think that that's definitely been, you know, because Janet's been off the canvas for so long now, and, and she's, Amanda's moved on, and she's married, and she has a child, and, and most people are, you know, I know fans constantly ask, you know, well, Janet has a grandchild now, where is she, where is she, and, and I think that goes to show, you know, Amanda's trying to, you know, as much as she has a side that wants to love her mom, there's this bitterness, you know, she killed her father, it's really hard to deal with, and she just wants a normal life. And I think that, you know, it would be hard to ever fully forgive somebody that did that sick or not. So I think that that's something that um, ne- has never gone away for her. That's a, a really good point. Now, let's, let's talk about working with Kate Collins. I think there's a fine line between uh, crazy and crazy. And it, it, <laughs> it seems like uh, hopefully other listeners understand and that you understand what that means. But there, there seems to be such a good on-screen chemistry between you and Kate Collins. I'm wondering, can you uh, talk a little bit about that? I have to say, I absolutely love Kate Collins. I mean, when she first came on, you know, we had this instant, it was almost like she, she did come to me very motherly, off-camera as well, and she just, you know, she, I, was, I was still relatively new at the time when I worked with her, and, and she was just very um, protective of me and, and would, you know, come over to me and, and whisper things in my ear to help me in the scene and just kind of went above and beyond what a normal, you know, actor would do when you're just doing a scene with them. I feel like she she knew how, how much I, I really wanted to give it my all and, and do my best, and I, I feel like she has this perfect balance of having this, you know, motherly instinct towards me as an actor, and then, of course, that plays, you know, great in our scenes as well, so I feel like we had this this amazing um, working relationship that also went off camera as well because I, I love her. You know, I keep in touch with her to this day, and, mm. and you know, she has a family and everything, and she's a great mom, and, and I just love that side of her. I love how she took to me like that, and I just kind of eat it up because I live very far from family and anything like that, and so, you know, I kind of always um, 
am drawn to anybody that's very motherly because I, um, you know, I, I don't really have that very prevalent in my life because I live so far from my family. And, right. and um, yeah, my mom's even my real mom in real life is kind of a partier. And, and, and um, you know, she's great. I love her to death, but um, I've never really had that real motherly instinct, you know, so I feel like I'm extra, hmm. a little, like, drawn to it a little extra, you know. Definitely. Now, we're only about two minutes from the break, but I have another quick question before we go to commercial. Do you sure. think, hopefully this, this isn't related to any upcoming storyline, but do you think Amanda ever is worried that she might go down the path uh, of insanity herself? I definitely think that's always been in the back of Amanda's mind because she's tried so hard to, you know, and, and we saw, you know, and I, I don't know how many years ago, but she would constantly have to be saying, I'm not crazy, I'm not crazy. And, and I feel like that even if that's not what, you know, we're dealing with as of right now, that's always been in the back of her head because, you know, that's the kind of thing where it could be genetic. You never know. And I think that as, as much as she wants that normal life, there's always that going to be that fear in the back of her head, you know, that's, that's wondering the monster that's inside my mother who I love, could that ever come out in me, you know? Definitely. So when we come back from the break, we're going to talk a little bit about some of the heavy drama involved with the baby. We'll talk a little bit about where's Tim, and we'll uh, take one or two calls from some fans. How does that sound? Sounds great. Well, perfect. We'll be back with more from Chriselle Staus here on Soap Central Live after the break. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Hey, soap fans, are you looking for the inside scoop on your favorite daytime drama series? For 15 years, soap fans have looked no further than SoapCentral.com. Every day, SoapCentral.com has comprehensive daily recaps of all the happenings on your favorite soap operas. Take a sneak peek ahead with the scoop for spoilers and previews, or share your thoughts with soap fans from around the world on our bustling message boards. If you're looking for a little history or just looking to settle a bet with a friend, check out hundreds of character profiles and actor biographies. Now you'll be able to know who slept with who and who's come back from the dead the most times. Plus, exclusive interviews, red carpet coverage of the daytime Emmys, and much more. Whether you watch The Young and the Restless, General Hospital, All My Children, or any of the other soaps, SoapCentral.com will keep you tuning in tomorrow. Wielding power, shaping environments and outcomes, and making things happen are all essential characteristics of great leaders. Yet these qualities alone are not enough to ensure your success. In a complex world, how do you decide what's most important to you? In your career, your relationships, your finances, your family, in the world around you, in the whole of your life at large. 
Dr. Joseph Riggio, the host of Leadership Intuition, says that personal leadership, the desire to take charge of your life, is the key to creating futures that work and building a life worth living. Join Joseph as he reveals the power of uncovering and living your own personal mythology, the key to personal transformation, exquisite performance, and social influence. Learn to look inside and discover your personal mythology and unique leadership style. Go beyond conventional advice and discover your unique success blueprint on Leadership Intuitions with Dr. Joseph Riggio each Friday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Leadership Intuitions, power, achievement, relationships. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. are tuned in today with Soap Central Live starring Dan J. Kroll. Do you have a question, a comment, or you just want to dish? Please call in at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or drop a line to radio at soapcentral.com. Now, back to our stories. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Soap Central Live. I'm your host, Dan Kroll, and I am joined this week by Chriselle Staus of All My Children. We are going to take your calls in just a second, but something that I want to talk and get some information about is Chriselle received her first Daytime Emmy pre-nomination this year. So I, of course, want to get your, your thoughts on that and uh, talk a little bit about the work that probably got you there. Well, it's, it's very flattering. It's very exciting because I do feel like I had a lot of work, um, you know, this last year. And I was, you know, dealing with all the, the Trevor stuff and, and um, Trevor being my baby, not my dad. But, um, and, and so it's, it's great. I mean, it's exciting. It's, um, you know, it was really a lot of, it was really hard. I mean, for like, um, I feel like months there, I, I would, it was very kind of like a, you know, a depressing storyline. So after a while, my body got a little confused because every day, you know, I'm like crying and upset and, and it, it's easy to turn it off if it's just every once in a while, but it got to a place where I was like, wow, this is like really, really like challenging my mental state when I leave the, the show. And so it actually, right when I got to a place where I, I was like a little worried, like, uh-oh, it, it actually turned it around. So, so it was actually good, though, I mean, to be able to go there and, and have, you know, um, a heavy storyline and, and be able to, you know, feel like you're, you're given stuff where you can really shine and really kind of show you know, what you can do and work with amazing people. So I, I loved it. I mean, I'm really excited that I was given a pre-nom, so, so it's exciting. Where do you go to get that deep into the emotion? Again, for, for folks who may not necessarily follow all my children, you were going to have to uh, pretend that the son who you just gave birth to was dead. Right. Where do you yeah, go in your head to, to get to that point? You know, and I know everyone uses different techniques, and I've heard a lot of times, you know, people think of sad things that's happened in their own lives, and, and that doesn't really work for me. For me, what I do is, in that moment, I really put my mindset as if I am her. And so I'm not thinking of something that happened in my own life that makes me upset. I'm really, truly 
um, you know, kind of in this imaginative world where it's me giving away a baby that I don't want to get, you know, I don't want to give away, but I have to because of circumstance and David Hayward and, and everything. So for me, it's just really living in the moment and trying to tune everything out, you know, like forget about the cameras, forget about, you know, the lighting and all that stuff and just really kind of be in the moment. For me, that's what works for me, but everyone's different. Okay. We have a call from Tony from Chicago is on the line. He'd like to talk to you, so let's bring Tony into the show. Hi, Tony. Hey, Chriselle. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Long time no here. I talked to you on another show on another station. Well, thanks for calling in. So what's your question for Chriselle, Tony? Um, I want to know that um, how do you feel about the daytime Emmys coming to Vegas this year? I'm actually really excited. You know, it's going to kind of be like a field trip with all your with all your friends, and and you know, we don't always get to see the other people from the other shows, so it's just kind of a an event that brings us all together, and and um, so it's going to be fun. It's going to be you know a mix of the people you see every day who you're friends with, the people you don't always get to see, and and under an exciting you know a, a, a very exciting reason, and it's gonna I, I honestly can't wait I feel like it's gonna be like a, a fun little field trip so it's exciting I'm I'm actually like really really I can't wait <laughs> thank you so much for calling in Tony uh, thank you and Chriselle I always say I've always been your loyal fan and I always say you're wonderful doing a great job on the show continue doing it darling thank you so much you're very sweet my problem good night good night Aww. now all the secrets come out on so central live are you a, a slot machine or a card player Oh, uh, you know what? I'm kind of boring with that. I don't find losing money to be a fun pastime. <laughs> so, you know, the bells and I, whistles, though, that's how they get you. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know. I guess if it's a big group of friends and we're just going to, you know, <laughs> do it just to be silly and, and not really try and get any money, then fine. But I'm really not, when I think of Vegas and being excited, it's not because of the casinos. I'm sure we'll probably go and have fun maybe a little bit, but... I'm more of a conservative. If you're ahead, I'm going to be the person that's like, stop while you're ahead. Just go cash out. Well, maybe when you go to Vegas, we're not sure where he is, but maybe we can find Tim Dillon, who is, of course, your character's <laughs> brother. We haven't heard from him in almost eight years. Uh, any idea where he is? Does he write, send cards, letters? Oh, Tim. No. Um, you know, I actually do get that question quite often. Everybody wants to know. And also, I'm sure because, you know, that'd be a way to bring back somebody, you know, into the mix, and I'm sure they could bring him back very handsome for somebody else that plays on the show, um, but for, and, it, you know, I think it'd be great, but as for right now, I know, I know that there's no talks of bringing Tim back, and and um, I just, the last I think we talked about Tim, he was in Alaska or something like that, so oh. um, they really kind of, for right now, have left him off the canvas, and, and we don't really... Every once in a while we'll mention him, but um, you never know. He's one of those characters that everyone does know about him, so you never know when they might want to bring him back. Well, certainly, because uh, outside of that, there are no, I can't think of any other direct relatives that uh, Amanda could have. Certainly, uh, there are no other siblings. Well, then again, we don't know that for sure. There could only right. be a sibling out there somewhere. <laughs> it's just a soap opera. You know, they can... You can find a sibling, you know, at any moment. But, yeah, I think that if they ever did bring a sibling back, it would definitely be Tim. But, um, well, besides Janet, who we all know. But I'm just saying, as far as, like, a brother or a sister, 
Um, I definitely think if they ever did do that, it would be Tim. But as of right now, there's no plans to do that. Now, of course, you are part of one of uh, All My Children's biggest super couples at the moment with Ricky Paul Golden. Of course, uh, I guess it's Jamanda is what we're, <laughs> what we're calling it. Did you uh, have any it. sense that this couple would be so big when you and Ricky first started working together? Absolutely not, because when Ricky and I first started working together, I knew that it was just going to be, you know, I was going to kind of be the, the speed bump for him. I knew, I knew a lot of people wanted him and Beth Ellers to work together again, and, and I love, obviously, both of them, and, you know, and that's kind of how you do. You know, you know how Storyline's going, and that's just what I assumed was going to happen, and I think that it was actually a surprise to even um, the writers, and I don't think that that's originally the way that they were going to um, put me and Jake together. It was kind of one of those things where it was the slow burn. We were friends for, for a long time, and he ended up helping me, and it just kind of, I think our natural chemistry was coming through, and so they wanted to to um, go through with it because um, I, I definitely don't think that it was on the on the boards, but um, I love the way it ended up working out. So um, I think that it was a surprise to everyone, and uh, I couldn't be happier because I have to say, and I know he's going to be on the show, mm -hmm. I'm his biggest fan. I absolutely love Ricky Paul Golden. I love working with him. He's amazing, and I feel spoiled because I've gotten to work with him for so long, and in soaps normally, you know, it's you work with someone, then you're working with someone else, and and now since I've worked with them for so long, I'd be devastated to, to you know, ever have us have to break up because we're like best friends. That's, wow, that's that's really interesting to hear that. That it, Certainly, I mean, I don't know that anyone thought that uh, Amanda and Jake would hook up, but we have a, a caller on the line, I guess, who has their opinions of, of Jake and Amanda, so let's bring the caller online. Caller, are you there? I am here, yeah. <laughs> so I understand you have some thoughts about uh, the couple of Jake and Amanda. Yes, well, I um, I first of all, I'm a really big fan of um, of Chris Shell's house. Thank you, thank you. You're welcome. And I like to watch. I like to watch you on television, and I am a big fan of yours. I don't know about Ricky, but. This is Ricky. You're what do you, lame. What do you mean? It's like, oh my God, this sounds like a weird, like, a version of Aiden. And then I was like, wait a second. <laughs> I, I didn't know which way to go with uh, with the voice. And I realized I can't make fun of Aiden. We love Aiden. <laughs> I know, but I, I, for a second, I was like, wait a second. There's something similar. I found you out. You can't trick I'm, me. Hi, honey. How are you? Hi. I'm good. For those who are listening, we have Ricky Paul Golden on the line, who, of course, plays Jake on All My Children as a surprise guest, even though he's coming on to talk in the next half hour. <laughs> Thank you for having me on as a phone, or, as a phone person. I, I do have a couple of questions for uh, Christelle. Uh, How did you get your name, Christelle? Oh, Ricky, why do you do this to me? <laughs> I, oh, my I'd God. The people would like to know. Oh yeah, we do. Okay. All right. Well, to clear this up, um, my mother was at. You know, do you remember back in the day the Shell stations had the mechanic service stations next to it? I don't think they really do that anymore. But anyway, my mom, um, you know, 
having car trouble, getting her car work done, and she actually went into labor while she was there. And I did, I was born in a hospital and everything, but while I, you know, while she was waiting for the ambulance to get there, the mechanic named Chris was really amazing and just helping her breathe and keeping her calm until he got there, until the ambulance got there. And so she wanted to try and incorporate Chris into the name. And my mom is not a normal, um, you know, she's very unique because, you know, you would think Christina or something like that because all my sister's names are very unique and different. And so she thought Chris, Shell, Chriselle, there you go. <laughs> See, all, <laughs> the, all, the, all the stories come out fine. That is the greatest story of all time. Oh, my goodness. He always thinks to tell that story. Anyway. <laughs> well, anyway, we uh, have to take a quick commercial break, but we will come back uh, with Chriselle. Will you stick around for at least a couple more minutes? Absolutely, sure. We'll be back with more of Chriselle and Ricky Paul Golden on Soap Central Live after the break. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Hey, soap fans. Are you looking for the inside scoop on your favorite daytime drama series? For 15 years, soap fans have looked no further than SoapCentral.com. Every day, SoapCentral.com has comprehensive daily recaps of all the happenings on your favorite soap operas. Take a sneak peek ahead with the scoop for spoilers and previews or share your thoughts with soap fans from around the world on our bustling message boards. If you're looking for a little history or just looking to settle a bet with a friend, check out hundreds of character profiles and actor biographies. Now you'll be able to know who slept with who and who's come back from the dead the most times. Plus, exclusive interviews, red carpet coverage of the daytime Emmys, and much more. Whether you watch The Young and the Restless, General Hospital, All My Children, or any of the other soaps, SoapCentral.com will keep you tuning in tomorrow. Haiti has been hit hard by a deadly earthquake. Destruction is everywhere. Tens of thousands are feared dead and hundreds of thousands are homeless without food, water, and basic necessities. Save the Children is on the scene, but your support is urgently needed to help us save lives. Please give as much as you can now. Call 1-800-SAVE-THE-CHILDREN or go online at savethechildren.org. You can even donate $10 right now by texting the word SAVE from your cell phone to 20222. Please give now. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are tuned in today with Soap Central Live, starring Dan J. Kroll. Do you have a question, a comment, or you just want to dish? Please call in at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or drop a line to radio at SoapCentral.com. Now, back to our stories. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Soap Central Live. Before we left for a commercial, I had lost control of the program, and Ricky Paul Golden has taken over interviewing Chriselle Staus. So we will join... <laughs> That interview already in progress. Welcome back, guys. Hi. Thank you for having us. So, Chriselle, 
What attracted you to show business in the first place? What? What attracted you to actually becoming an actress? Well, I saw this movie called Piranha 2, and I saw this really <laughs> hot boy in that movie, and I think it came out the year I was born, and I saw that movie, and I said, oh I want to work with that guy. <laughs> and oh, it worked. Look at that. Uh, a couple of years later, it, it worked out. So in the last segment, uh, Chriselle told us what it was like working with you, Ricky. How? Let's turn the tables, and what is it like working with Chriselle Staus? Wow. Well, you know, I'm, I uh, this will sound this will sound as if it's appeasing Chriselle because she's on 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 the air. But <laughs> the truth of the, of the matter is, um, I, I think it speaks for itself. And I'm just going to back this up. When you watch this, when you watch this girl, this woman work, uh, you are sort of transported to what's happening to her. She doesn't really have some boundary that she won't cross. So if we're doing something about the, the story and maybe losing the kid or not having a kid and finding out that her baby is uh it has been been uh kept for her somewhere safe where she could finally be united with it. If anybody watched that day mm-hmm. there's uh there's nothing holding Chriselle Staus back. I don't you know and whether I think whether it was daytime, nighttime, prime time, um she would still bring the exact same type of emotion which I think is star quality. So uh and I'm a picky, fussy fussy person, you know, I really, I really am, and I've had the great um, benefit and, and um, luck to work with some great people, and I'm talking about people that are like mentors and stuff in my, in my, my journey so far, so she's way up on my, way up on my totem pole. You're very you know. sweet, thank you so much. Well, now, I guess it's, for myself, and certainly I think for, for Chriselle, we have the chance to be a fan of yours in a different way with a new show that debuts on May 2nd at 8 p.m. on TLC. It's called Seen Versus Believing. And for folks who aren't familiar with this, there's, there's a great premise behind this. So let's talk a little bit about this show. That would be my pleasure, absolutely. Um, I'll tell you this. My, my father was the great Paul Golden, who was a renowned hypnotist. He circumnavigated the globe. Um, dozens of times, hypnotizing hundreds of thousands of people, right? Helping them, uh, treating them, um, curing people from everything, from stuttering or stammering, drinking, smoking. Hmm. And when I say cheating, I'm not kidding. Uh, hypnotized 10,000 people at one time in India, was asked to start a new religion, which he gracefully said no to. Uh, worked for the CIA and a lot of things we didn't know when I, when I you know, knowing my father as I was growing up things like that, cleaning up the Jonestown Massacre, crazy stories about my dad. Hmm. Uh, and on his, uh, on his deathbed, he asked me to do something for him. And this was, uh, it's going to be two years soon. And I said, sure, Pop, what is it? He said, I want you to go and find people that have the gift, find the ones that are touched. And I said, what, what do you mean? And he said, I want you to find the ones that have, that special, have a special gift, a paranormal talent, a supernatural ability, and I want you to show the world. Because if you can experience something or see it for yourself, then people will believe. I also want you to out the frauds and the phonies. I want you to show them, too. And I said, sure, Dad, of course I will. And, you know, we dealt with my dad's death then, and we dealt with lots of things in the family. And um, I came across a lot of my father's belongings after that 
included in that is a, a ledger and notes, a, a book that he wrote that hasn't been published yet, um, 16,000 hours of audio tape. Um, and, and in those audio tapes wow. are, are subliminal tapes, um, tapes to hypnotize people, uh, all kinds of stuff. And so I decided to get closer to my dad because, you know, we were separated by the ocean and um, my mother and father didn't stay together after, you know, in my, in, when I was a, young, a younger kid. And so to get closer to my father and understand him better, I decided to do what he wanted me to do. And that's how the show was, was given birth to. Now, do you think, you're talking about uh, there being skeptics, do you think that more people fall into the line of believers or skeptics? I personally feel that if somebody has had an experience um, of any kind, that that's what makes them become a believer, or if they're more just, you know, simply more open to it. But it usually comes from something, whether it was a dream that they had, experience that they had, somebody close to them having had something happen, whether it was somebody trying to get in touch with them from what, you know, could be from the other, or the, the other side, you know, skeptics out there, if there is such a thing as the other side. Um, I think that, that, I think it's right down the middle, um, if not leaning more towards the believer side of this uh, in, on our planet, because we don't, as humans, have the answer to everything. We don't even know how we were, how we came to be. Was it evolution, or who gave birth to the first child? And when we don't know, we either we, we you know we either come up with stories, or we want to have something tangible we can hang on to. So, and we do things right to to answer those questions. We have religions that we follow. We we say it's God, and you know, we, we there's a lot that we don't understand, and we are your servants. So there's many ways, you know, and for all the different uh, types of people around the world to deal with that. Me, I just want to be able to capture something on camera, keep it real, and uh, and do it sort of as the people for the people, and and it wouldn't be as powerful if it was just myself taking a journey, because right. I am a believer. Why? Because I did see things, and I have witnessed stuff since I'm a child, especially since I was with this man, Paul Golden, who walked in the spirit world. And so it's easy for me to do that. It's easy for me to, to be on the believer side. But how do we do a show that means anything to anybody or is worth watching? You add a skeptic into the format. So both the believer and the skeptic will experience the same thing. The camera will witness and catch all the details. And hopefully we will be able to take people on a ride that will either change the way they think or open their eyes to something and at the same time as ex 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 exposing frauds and phonies, you know, which is also fun to watch. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Let's quick pull Chriselle back in and ask her, what side of the, uh, of the aisle do you fall in? Do you fall into the skeptic or the believer? Well, interestingly enough, I actually would put myself in the skeptic um, category, and not because I'm not open to believing, but just like Ricky said, I feel like people normally believe after something's happened to them. So I'm kind of one of those people, it's like I'm open to believing it. I've never had an experience. I've heard a lot of stories. And so I'm on that end that I definitely can't wait to watch the show because I, I'm the kind of person that I, I want to ask a lot of questions, and I want someone right there just like, um, you know, the skeptic side would be like, you know, well, what about this and, and, and explaining the things. So this is why this show is, for me, ex more exciting than shows where it's, it's where, you, you know, it's coming from a place where this is what's happening and you just believe it. I like that this is more catering to um, my side as well, you know, and, and I feel like, you know, to have the side 
that's going to be, you know, inquisitive and asking a lot of questions. And, and I love Ricky to death, and he's going to be the other side. So it's, I just think it's a great idea, and I really can't wait to watch it. Now, for me, in case anybody listening is wondering, I think I fall more on the side of the believer. But there is a promo clip for the show that was released in which uh, Ricky and his, his uh, partner in this uh, in scene versus believing Jeff are driving a car with, their, with blindfolds on. And I don't know if I would be able to do that. So let's, uh, let's talk about what led to that. Well, uh, there's a guy named David McGee who's supposed to uh, be one of the foremost experts in something called healthstronism. And for those of us at home which is, that don't know what that is, it was founded by a guy named Axel Hellstrom in the 30s who actually knew my father. And I hadn't seen this done since I'm five or six years old. At the time, I lived in Ireland with my dad, and we had, and, and this sounds crazy, but we lived in a house, a home that used to be a monastery, and it was a, it's also a very spiritual place. And I used to watch him do this with his friends, and he would do it for his friends. Uh, and what it is is actually being a, being able to be a lie detector, better than any kind of equipment, by having, by being able to read somebody by their pulse by the rhythm of their body, by their eye movement. Hmm. Um, and my father used to practice this, and he actually had a show that he took around the world, and healthstronism was one part of this show. So when I found out that McGee was performing, um, I, made our, I, made, I, I, I knew he was leaving town, and I wanted to grab him before he left. And one of the ways that you can show this is by driving an automobile his way, was by driving an automobile blindfolded and a bag over his head that you can breathe through, obviously, but by holding the pulse of another human being and taking off down an old country road. Definitely pick a road that he's never seen before, not familiar with, doesn't know like the back of his hand, and definitely not use my wrist or my heartbeat because I fall on the believer side of, of things. So go ahead and take the skeptic's wrist. And, and, um, and we got in the car. And uh, we let Jeff sit in the front seat with this guy who's going to do uh, who's going to do this for America, and you know kept the cameras rolling the whole time. Put cameramen on the road and the street. I had a camera. I was in the back seat of the car. And then if that wasn't enough, we let Jeff try it himself as well. So everything you see is real, and uh, and Jeff has already changed his mind since he's been in only one episode of the show. But not he hasn't become a a blanket believer or anything. But on this particular act. Um, uh, this segment, I have to tell you that he walked away believing. Wow. Did you expect that he would change that quickly, uh, being that he's a skeptic? Did you think he would? He hasn't changed. Okay. He hasn't changed the, the root of who he is. He cannot explain how this was done. And we had a whole crew there, and I was filming the whole time, and he cannot explain. It's not a magic trick hmm. because we put the same hood and the same blindfold on him, on him and let him read um, uh, um, the pulse, uh, you know, my pulse. And um, he saw it for himself, and so will everybody at home. It's a, it's a real deal, and it hasn't changed his, his chemistry, but when it comes to this guy practicing healthstronism, he's the real deal, and there's no way to explain it unless you see it. Well, there's something coming up that I can definitely explain, and it is a commercial break. Uh, but we'll be back with more of Ricky Paul Golden and Chriselle Staus in just a couple seconds here on Soap Central Live. Talk. 
talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Hey, so fans, are you looking for the inside scoop on your favorite daytime drama series? For 15 years, soap fans have looked no further than SoapCentral.com. Every day, SoapCentral.com has comprehensive daily recaps of all the happenings on your favorite soap operas. Take a sneak peek ahead with the scoop for spoilers and previews, or share your thoughts with soap fans from around the world on our bustling message boards. If you're looking for a little history or just looking to settle a bet with a friend, check out hundreds of character profiles and actor biographies. Now you'll be able to know who slept with who and who's come back from the dead the most times. Plus, exclusive interviews, red carpet coverage of the daytime Emmys, and much more. Whether you watch The Young and the Restless, General Hospital, All My Children, or any of the other soaps, SoapCentral.com will keep you tuning in tomorrow. Can you imagine a technology that takes human consciousness to the next level? One that reveals a new understanding of what is valuable and possible in the abundant support of life? The truth is, we already have that technology. We simply need to awaken to it and become the value it creates. For more about this, please tune in to Awakening Value, Shamanic Technologies of Consciousness and Success with host Marty Spiegelman. Awakening Value is live every Thursday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time, the number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are tuned in today with Soap Central Live, starring Dan J. Kroll. Do you have a question, a comment, or you just want to dish? Please call in at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or drop a line to radio at SoapCentral.com. Now, back to our stories. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Soap Central Live. I'm your host, Dan Kroll, and... Though you can't see them, you'd better believe that Ricky Paul Golden and Chriselle Staus are here, and they are chatting with us about anything and everything soaps, and of course, this uh, very exciting new primetime show, Seen versus Believing. Welcome back. Thank you. Thank you. Know, I got to say one thing. When I walked in, I walked in one day at the, at the show. I think it was a horrible, horrible, windy, cold, miserable, wet day in New York, and I came upstairs and I told Chriselle. And uh, about this idea, and the show was called Believe at the time. And Chriselle was like, you know, you should have the word believe, and, and in the middle of the word, you should say lie because there's L I E in the middle of it, and that should expand. You know, she was just uh, such a such a, um, a cheerleader for me. And honey, I just wanted to thank you for that because you actually, I was gonna, you know, I, I needed that at that moment, and you were just you were awesome at work. So thank you for that. Well, you're the best. I have to say this about Ricky. He he wears so many hats. He you think that he wouldn't have time with all the work that he's doing and the work he's putting out on all my children. He And look, I mean, he's got this, I mean, you have to know, this wasn't something somebody came to Ricky and was like, hey, do you want to do this? I mean, he spearheaded this whole project and put this all together. It's like, I'm 
so excited to see it. He's worked so hard on it, and I hope everybody watches it, DVRs it, tells everybody, all their friends, because it's like not only is it a great show, but it's literally like his blood, sweat, and tears went into this. And I know from, you know, being his, like, one of his best friends, I know this from, you know, so I'm just really, really excited to see this. Now, the show, of course, we're almost, uh, we're less than two weeks away. It's on May 2nd at 8 p.m. on TLC. How long have you been doing the behind-the-scenes stuff and, and taping this, Ricky? Well, we, I started this, uh, like, this took, this has been in the works for a year, and I, um, you know, when you have an idea like this, like Rochelle said, it's kind of, it's kind of really bad timing to try to be selling a TV show. It's just a very tough environment out there. And we had it set up at one place in LA with a great production company, and, um, I, but my, my whole thing was, well, you have to, we have to show a demonstration of this. We have to do it. And um, they said, no, no, it's a great enough by itself. We're going to go to the networks. I said, no, honestly, my father wanted me to demonstrate it. They're like, what? Dude, it's going to be fine. So I said no, and whether it was smart or not of me, and I came back to New York and found a little company. Actually, they're a great bunch of guys. They do a show that I like on the air called Pawn Star, P-A-W-N, Pawn Star, about this cast of characters at a pawn shop, hit for the Discovery Channel, loved the show and loved their energy, this company called Leftfield. And they said, yeah, we totally get it. You have to do a demonstration, which in a, in, a, in a 10 seconds or less, we found this guy in New York City that it says he can root himself into the ground and 100 men can't push him over. And I'm like, what is that? I haven't heard of that myself. So we found this man. He's a Tai Chi master, and we took him to Central Park, and we, we, um, we let him do his thing. And he had pictures that he showed me that went back 20, 30 years of uh, in 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 um, in the Orient with people trying to push him over and they couldn't do it. So we lined up 50 people just arbitrarily, lined them up to push him over and they could not do it. I was on that line. I had my friend Jeff Gertman, the skeptic, on the line with me. We couldn't push him over. And by the way, this guy is 81 years old. What? So that that was a demonstration that we taped, and that's how we sold the show. Wow. Yeah. So. Uh, you know, we bring in experts to see is it is that uh, is it physics? What is it? So it's, it was not a, not very easily explainable. I'd like to have him back on the show someday, of course. Now we're talking also uh, that this show will also expose folks who are not legit. Uh, what do you think is the thought process? Why um, do people set out to make these claims that aren't true? Oh, you know, fifteen minutes of fame. Uh, American Idol, the singers that can't sing, you know, they just want to get on television, whatever, or they've, they've uh, sort of uh, pulled the wool over people's eyes for long enough, or they're a magician of some sort, which does not fall into our category, which we will quickly expose and call it what it is and move on. Um, in fact, we might be in the middle of a show and get somebody that, that has a claim like that and it's rubbish, and we're on our, you know, we get a phone call from, from our sort of um, mission controls like, hey, we have another case. It's in it's in uh, Iowa. This kid is levitating bodies at town hall. Get over there. So we're you know we'll go over there, see what he's got, show the world, and when we come back from commercial, we'll take it apart uh, piece by piece with experts that you know that would be the right type of people to to uh, to do that. So the series when or the show when it comes on, of course, it's, it's May second uh, at eight p.m. Are there plans to perhaps? do more episodes of seeing versus believing? Oh, of course. This is 
This is the this is a, the event, a paranormal event, a one hour premiere with the under the guise of um, of going to series and coming out every week and you know with weekly installments as a regular television show. So of course it's you know like I said in the beginning, this is such a hard time. It's not like the old days. You have to do well, and they could even order uh, you know a dozen episodes or a whole season right now. But if it doesn't do well. Um, and this is just being really honest. If the show doesn't do well, it means that people have uh, could care less, and if they could care less, then say you know so be it. But um, if people do turn out to watch the show and they are interested, then we'll be back with a vengeance, and we will take on every single phenomenon, legend, local legend, people with claims, and we especially um, are motivated when people write into us or email into us. I've already been inundated with people that have said, "There's this." There's a home that is uh, can't, hasn't been sold in 25 years because of the murder there. Uh, my uncle, this, my cousin, that. Something I, you know, they, they speak in, you know, uh, something about themselves, what they've experienced. So there is a plethora of of material, and um, and you know, you know that you know somebody that's had an experience, um, or somebody that's got a claim. So that's that's our intended, you know, that's where we're going to get a lot of our subjects from as well as we have a huge human resource department so we're going to tap into that as well you know but we're excited at the possibilities of being able to get out there and do this i think it sounds like a great concept now we believe it or not only have about three minutes left to the show but there have been some questions and i'm sure chris shell wants to know the answer to this as well uh... some questions from fans who want to know this isn't your way of telling them that you're leaving all my children is it <laughs> um, I love all my children. I, I'm, you know how lucky we are to be on ABC, the, all, you know, the shows that, that um, have been around for, you know, by, created by one of the greatest of all time, Agnes Nixon. And we, uh, listen, I, I don't even have to see Chriselle's face through this radio or through, over the airwaves here to know that we love our characters. We love this couple. And I, I'm crazy about her and, and her talent. And, I, you know, I don't want to go anywhere. I love my day job. And uh, it's something that I, you know, something that uh, I I love and, I, and that I do, you know, fairly fairly well at. So I, I um and again the the way I said it about Chriselle, she would bring the same energy whether she was doing a nighttime sitcom, a one hour drama, a feature film. There's no edit button on that girl. She is bringing her talent to that stage. We're just being, you know, shot out of a cannon. We happen to be going faster than most mediums. So the answer is I'm not going anywhere. I love my show. But this is, um, you can do more than, more, more than one thing at once, and that's just the way that I'm wired. Good. Chriselle, is that the answer you wanted to hear? Oh, I'm sorry, what? Is that the answer you wanted to hear? He's not. Yeah, I mean, I just, I know Ricky is, like, he is the biggest multitasker you will ever see. He will never just be doing one thing, and that doesn't matter if he's doing, you know, all my children are, you know, doing the show for TLC or doing something for primetime. I mean, he's never going to just be the kind of person that's going to be working on one thing. He's always got 50 things up in the air working on this and working on that, and, and he's very inspiring. It's like, you know, because I know everyone knows we work crazy hours, and, and you know, just this alone is a lot. And so right. he has the energy of someone I've never met before. He's constantly working on all other stuff, and it's it's really inspiring just to hang out with him. Well, I want to thank both of you. Uh, of course, my guests this week, Chriselle Staus and Ricky Paul Golden, thank you both for dropping by. Thank you so uh, much for having pleasure. me. Thank you. Thank, you can thank, check. We, we both thank you from the bottom of our hearts. And, 
And, you know, whether you're a believer or you're a skeptic, I think this will appeal to both sides. And um, it, it'd be great. You know, I, I'm looking forward to the show, and I, and I hope I can't wait to read people's feedback. Absolutely. And you can check them both out weekdays on All My Children. And don't forget to tune in May 2nd at 8 p.m. on TLC for the premiere of Seeing versus Believing. Check your local listings for the channel in your area. Next week, I'll have another daytime couple, General Hospital's Dante and Lulu, Dominic Zampronia and Julie Berman. So until next time, this is Dan Kroll signing off on another edition of Soap Central Live. Join us next time for the continuing story of all your favorite soaps. Tune in next Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition of Soap Central Live on the Voice America Variety Channel. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.